0: Oh, fun facts! Facts of with Allison and Caitlin. Oh yeah! Hi, and welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison.
1: Hello, Caitlin. Hi, RJ. Hello,
0: and our special guest from halfway around the world, Jake. Good evening. (laughs) That's right. It's uh, evening over there. Um, So we're going to hear some more about Jake from RJ. We'll be introducing him shortly. Um, But first, Fun Facts Live is brought to you by, where'd you call it? You've just landed your dream job, the junior grape collector position at the world's premier imagination factory. With the help of your new friend, Bingo, it's time to explore neighborhoods, Gather words and earn grapes to power the imagination engine. You need the company app to get started, so what are you waiting for? Visit wordjimacallet.com to pre order it from the App Store or Google Play. it. swipe words, power imagination. First time reading the ad. Yeah, and it wasn't wasn't, um, in paragraph form. It was like a really long line, and I was trying to scroll. (laughs) Uh, Maybe needed one
2: more rehearsal before that. Yeah, I got a little uh,
0: some beads of sweat on my forehead now.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) trying to get that
0: one out. Oh my gosh! I wanted to do it justice, though. It's such a good ad copy. I really appreciate it, RJ. (laughs) Thank you. So, RJ, (laughs) what do you have for us today?
1: So, uh, as usual, I'm going to attempt to draw and talk at the same time. We'll see how it goes. Um, As promised from last week, I am going to, I I have come with more details about the Baylor Bears, the actual (laughs) live bears that Baylor University has on its campus. Oh I, yes,
0: you referred to that, and we had a lot of questions about that last time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Disclaimer. Okay.
0: okay sorry. That's
1: anyone listening said.
0: Okay, <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. I'm uh, just gonna. <laughs> just go. <laughs> uh,
1: for anyone listening who went to Baylor, I apologize. I did not. Um, I went there for like summer orchestra camps in high school, multiple years in a row. So I have seen the Bears. I have been there. Many times, but I am not actually a Baylor alum. (laughs) But uh, the two current Bears who live there are named Judge Joy Reynolds and Judge Sue Sloan. And they're known as Joy and Lady. And they're named after, uh, Joy is named after the wife of the 11th president of Baylor. And Lady is named after the wife of the 12th president of Baylor. And Lady is called Lady because uh, Mrs. Sloan, who she's named after, is currently the First Lady of Baylor. Oh. Um, oh. so they're they're Joy and Lady, they're sisters, uh, and they also they're they're a year apart in age. <laughs> and I read that they each have a twin brother, and the twin brothers act in Hollywood movies. But I tried to Google oh. more about that. What and. Couldn't really find any details about that, so I'm not sure who their brothers are. But if you see a black bear in a movie, it might be the brother of
0: <laughs> Joy oh, and Lady. This is just so bizarre. I don't understand at all. Why? Why do they have bears in the first place?
1: That's the mascot. They're the Baylor Bears.
0: But they're um, like, okay.
1: And they've had they've had bears there since 1917. The first bears were a oh. gift from some. Soldiers who are staying nearby. Uh, unclear to me Welcome. where the soldiers acquired the bear. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: uh, you don't want to know.
1: Okay. Put oh, okay. sure.
3: Practically acquired.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, have so the they...
2: bears? Oh, sorry. Maybe you're going to say this no, anyway. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering. So, have the bear? Are the the current bears? Are they the descendants of these? Sorry, I forgot what year. I already forgot what year you said. 1917 <laughs> or something. 17, um, yeah. Are they the descendants, or is it when one bear, you know, gets is going to be retired, they, you know, purchase or otherwise acquire a new bear from somewhere? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I think I think the latter. Okay. Yeah, the same okay. they're, they're they're The same guys. bears the same bear since yeah. yeah. 1917. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Bears live a long time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, okay, so it's no. not a, it's not like a the mother passes it down to the daughters continually.
4: No, I
1: okay. don't think they breed them because they're taken okay. care of by students on no, the Baylor. Nah. This, is <laughs> this is not safe. This oh is not safe. What do you mean goodness. they're
4: taken yes. care of by students?
0: It's so bizarre in so many ways.
4: Yeah, they are they're, they're well maybe students. they're like
2: vet students. Is there a vet school at Baylor? probably yeah okay um, then they're probably yeah. the vet students i would trust the vet students i'm not trusting some undergrad but you
1: know
3: um, i would trust yeah, the faculty I, I wouldn't trust the students i'm
1: sure i'm sure there are like real adults you know supervising <laughs> and everything <laughs> i'm sure there are faculty right, and yes. all this all this to say i think there was a question last week about like the safety you know there's just bears in a cage whatever i did find out that as of um, as of march of this year Baylor is the first university to have an American Zoological Association accreditation. I don't think I said that word right.
0: I think you did. Um, I got it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh,
1: they, uh, they were accredited this year. So they meet all the standards of a, you know, humane, ethical animal enclosure. Huh. Um, Good. So I was I was glad to read that cuz that was sort of my concern that yeah, I was like are they just, are they just like you know like I'm thinking of like a circus
0: like a circus wagon oh, with you know no. with like bars on it and there's two like sad bears <laughs> in it.
1: I mean oh, they're having pretty Tiger nice. Uh, yeah.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: it's not Tiger King. Yes. Uh, although Jake and I have been to that that zoo that the Tiger King.
0: Really? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that that show is too much. I, <laughs>
1: uh, we actually we couldn't watch it because it was just like a little bit too close because we've been there.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I couldn't look away. It was like a a train wreck. I just couldn't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, is it? Uh, right? yeah, so people is not
1: like that.
0: <laughs> is it? Isn't he coming say, back? Oh, go ahead.
3: I was gonna say. it was like, people people always use the phrases like it's like a train wreck. I couldn't stop watching. But have you ever watched a train wreck?
4: No.
0: No. no, I have no. not. I've never I seen one. I can't say I have. I've never seen one, but I've seen if videos there was on one, it. I feel like I, I would Well, no, I might look away. I don't know.
2: I wonder if that phrase predates cars, because I feel like you would naturally say, oh, it's like a car wreck. I couldn't
0: look away. But That's you don't true. really... It's like not really neck- a
2: saying. I mean, maybe it, it kind of is, but not as much as the train wreck. I don't know.
0: Yeah, like rubber... It's a human... It's a natural human sure. thing. Like rubbernecking is... Mm-hmm. is a is a real thing where you're like in a in a line for two hours and you get up there and realize there's no there's no actual blockage of the traffic it's yeah. just everyone looking at over at the side yeah.
2: yeah all right rj you're our like resident language expert this can, <laughs> it can be your research project for next week is what is the yes. origin yeah. of 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 calling something a train wreck like metaphorically
0: look away from oh i have another example in seattle if you go across one of the bridges there are two or there used to be anyway two fountains um which well fountain structures um for years that were there and and the fountains were never on and i found out although you probably have to fact check me on this that um, the reason the fountains were never turned on is because when they did turn them on um uh the rubbernecking was such a problem that um you know it was it was a huge traffic problem so like oh, they built oh, these no. fountains that were just beautiful but they couldn't turn them on because it stopped traffic basically so yeah wait what, what bridge is that i think i have heard this story before i think it's i think it's the old 520 bridge it's spent, you know okay
2: that's what i was thinking it was mm-hmm. one of the ones that goes over like Washington. Floating,
0: the old floating bridge. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've also heard this. <laughs> that, that sounds familiar enough that I think either yeah. it's a well-known urban legend <laughs> or <laughs> or it's
0: true. So while I was there, so, they had been there like that for years, and then um, they were just like ugly, you know, with the water not turned on, but then they uh-huh. covered them over with some like copper plating to make them uh-huh. look a little bit better. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I think if you look at them today, they, they're covered in copper plates. Anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. Jake, sorry, I feel like I interrupted you. Go. No, I was
3: going to say, it was like, I grew up in Olympia, and uh, we had always heard that the fountains were never turned on because of people rubbernecking, so.
0: Yeah, okay. So verified. Fact checked. <laughs> Jake says it's so. Well, anyway, that's at least the, that's at least the, uh, the common what, knowledge around town. Urban mm. legend. So, yeah. Urban legend, yes. Thank you. Um cool. All right. Well, um, RJ, do you want to tell us a little bit more about our, our special guest today as an intro yes. to his fun fact?
1: Yes, I am once again going to draw and talk. So okay. our <laughs> our special guest today is Jake. He is Hello. my my husband. Um, and he is currently in Kuwait. Um, being a, an American hero, um, defending our freedom and whatnot, um, doing stuff that I'm not allowed to know about because he's like just the boss of everything. I think he's actually, I don't know, playing match solitaire all day or something. That's why he doesn't want to tell me what he's doing, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, he cannot, you he, he, he can't confirm or deny because it's a secret. Uh, so okay. <laughs> okay. Jake is here to... Yeah, fun facts. And here's the, the Kuwaiti five for you all, in case you didn't yeah. know what it looks
0: like. It was already given us fun facts in the, uh, in the preview. Just uh, we heard a little bit about what camel milk tastes like. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fascinating already. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, Jake. Um,
3: <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I know we've been trying to get this going for a little while, so I certainly appreciate the, uh, the effort. Um. So, yeah, uh, I do things that Rachel is not allowed to know about. Uh, RJ. The Sorry. RJ.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: also, we're married, and I don't go by RJ in real life, so I was hoping you wouldn't slip up on my name during the podcast, you did during the game stream, but yeah, yeah. that's
3: okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, I did not know right. that RJ was not what you normally go by. Okay. Interesting. Uh, it's only
3: been 10 years. Um, yeah. Welcome and I. So. Yeah, um, I definitely am the boss of some people. Um, so I I run a team of about six, um, just keeping track of things over here, uh, and that's about the best I can do. So you got more questions? Sorry, <laughs> I got uh, <laughs> I got questions
0: about the you, I um about the sandstorm, right? You said that causes one of the reasons we couldn't have you on a couple of times before is, uh, sandstorms, right?
3: Yes. Uh, so sandstorms, they, they are an issue. Um, and it's, it's real weird. It, it just gets like real, like hazy and fuzzy and, and stuff like that. Um, but the visibility gets down to, you know, maybe 10 meters. I mean, depending on like how bad it is. Wow. Um, so the one, as it gets hotter, uh, they get worse and more frequent, uh, and we had one for uh, about three days, and then we had a little bit of a break in the morning, and then we had another one. So we've had a sandstorm almost every day for like the last week and a half. Wow! Wow! Uh, so it's real fun. <laughs> uh, still oh, over a hundred degrees after midnight. Oh uh, so, my
0: gosh! <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it takes some adjustment, um, I'm sure.
3: It, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we got here in, like, November time frame, so, like, it was definitely cooling down, and so we've been here through the spring and, and the summer. Um, so we've, we've sort of built up to it, but the guys that are coming in to replace us have not. Uh, from the Northeast, um, oh, so they're nice. loving life. Okay. Um, <laughs> But so going to the fun facts um, that I have, so I was going to tell you guys this last week, cause it was the uh, uh, college mascots week. Yeah. So uh, the military has a lot of traditions and sometimes those traditions are really dumb. Um, <laughs> some of them are really cool. Uh, and this is the one that's, that's pretty cool to me. Uh, it, there's a lot of history behind it, but I've been telling RJ, uh, I've been getting a lot of coins recently, and I sent her some pictures. One of the ones has a tardigrade on it. Uh, oh, cool! Uh, so, thanks. Nice. I chimed in on that one with uh water bear. <laughs> don't care because that's, <laughs> that's their right. unit's mascot. Uh, oh. Is the tardigrade? Uh. Um, but now it's sort of a drinking game. Um, but before, uh, these all started back in World War One. When we had some American pilots um, volunteer for the French uh, Air Force uh, before the U.S. officially got involved and stuff like that. And they couldn't speak French. Uh, oh. and so the unit got together and they made uh, like a unit coin, right? a special coin with the unit symbol and all that kind of stuff on it. And uh, a couple of the American pilots got shot down uh, behind enemy lines. And so they made their way back. And they were able to present that coin as a challenge, right? Okay. Um, So you get stopped at security. They both challenge you and there's a call and response, right? Um, So you say the right password and they'll let you come in. Well, if you can't speak French, uh, they might think that you're a spy. So they were able to present these challenge coins uh, instead of speaking French back. And so they were accepted into part of the unit. Uh, And so now, like, different units will hand out challenge coins to people that have done good work for them or have assisted them in some sort of way as sort of a unofficial Mm -hmm. way of saying thank you and, like, you know, you've done such a good job working with us or, you know, you've done something significant for us that we now consider you part of our unit.
0: That's Um, so cool. That
4: is really cool.
3: So it's, uh, it's definitely... Like a cool tradition type thing Uh um, and so like once people know the history behind it like it's it's more meaningful than just getting a, a really pretty coin with the tardigrade on it so ah,
0: that <laughs> makes sense that makes a lot of sense man i, I really want one so the uh <laughs> that's, that's uh, it seems like i probably would not want to do the work to earn it though um <laughs> um so the target so each unit has its own uh design design for the coin
3: yeah so um each unit will have like their own unit mascot and stuff like that so my the division that i have that i'm a part of the uh 36 id uh we're known as the panther division uh because we're formulated out of fort worth which used to be known as uh the panther city i don't know how they got that nickname um but so the 36 id coin that I have has a panther on it. Um, uh, some of the, okay. um, like I've done some work for EOD here, uh, their task force hellhound. And so they have um, Cerberus on their coin. It's a three headed dog, right? Uh, so it, it all kind of depends yeah. on like what unit you're in or like what task force you're a part of and stuff like that. But okay. it's uh, people get pretty fancy and, A lot of them come with bottle openers,
0: like, in the Uh, coin. Uh, That's so useful, too. Yes, useful, too.
2: (laughs) Oh, Can you also explain the drinking game part of this?
3: Yes. uh, So the uh, generals and sergeant majors and stuff like that, like higher-ranking officers that are in charge of these units, uh, they'll have their uh, rank, like, on the coin and part of the drinking game is you would take your coins to the bar and you'd put on the bar the highest rank you've received a coin from and uh if you beat everybody there then they all buy you a drink
4: and you're playing this game with camel's milk currently
0: uh, yes yeah. right. yeah. fermented dates <laughs> one or the other yeah. fermented dates yes, <laughs> yes. Right, just so to, just to yeah so
3: some... um, like I, I've got a coin from a one star um, oh you know, But what's the story there been... how'd
0: you get that coin
3: Uh I do a lot of briefings Um just based on what I do I inform people about what's going on in the area um and so I do a lot of briefings to leadership and they, they appreciated some of the stuff that I've done for them. So they gave me a coin.
0: What? That's so cool. I I, I was in the Air Force years ago. They I we never never had cool? any coins. No, I feel like I got
3: well, I got Jeff. If you had stayed a part of the army instead of breaking off
0: in the fifties, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. It's army only. Okay. So
2: Jake, I've also heard a, another version of the drinking game where it's like mm-hmm. if you get caught without your coin on you, you have to buy the drinks?
3: Uh, that is one of the rules, yes. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. uh,
3: I've taken RJ to a couple uh, army functions, and she can attest that there are interesting things that go on um making everyone drink um Mm -hmm. but a lot of a lot of the time is taken in good fun and good like good jest you know we Uh work really hard and like to play hard so
0: seems fair (laughs) awesome all right well thanks for that jake um and let's see who's allison do you want to You want to go next? My fun fact
4: is feeling really lame today, but it's better to like get it over (laughs) with. So Caitlin can like mm. salvage this at the end. Uh, Mine
2: is a little (laughs) lame too, but it's also useful, so maybe that'll save it.
4: I can't even say that mine's useful. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) So I I saw a cool thing this week, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, (laughs) David's family has been visiting and one of my assigned tour guiding tasks is taking various members of the family to the Met, (laughs) uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And I saw something at the Met this last time that I had never seen before, which is the world's oldest surviving piano.
2: Oh. Ooh.
4: Um, Which I don't know why I had never really thought about the history of the piano. I had just sort of assumed they popped into existence during like the Renaissance period. I was like, and then we've had just had pianos, but they're actually much um, newer than I realized. The first piano dates between 1700 and 1720. And if you would have asked me, I probably would have been off by about 300 years.
0: Yeah, I think they evolved from the harpsichord, right? They
4: did evolve from the harpsichord. (laughs) Yeah, so the original um, name of the piano actually translates to harpsichord with soft and loud.
0: Okay, okay.
4: Um, because that, <laughs> yeah, that's what differentiates a piano from a harpsichord, is the, is the ability to play at different volumes.
0: Right, right. Which makes a big difference. The harpsichord is not that fun to listen to for an extended period. It's just full volume the entire time.
4: Well, some people like to rock it out loud. That's, that's need, true. They
0: don't need those I'm soft not. notes. <laughs> that's true. Um,
3: mean, Beethoven enjoyed the loud music.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's
4: yeah, so. and that's and um, Bach was not on board with the piano.
0: Oh really? To start with,
4: yeah, he was like the high notes are too soft. He wants to listen to soft high notes.
0: <laughs> um, oh, but the the
4: guy who um, invented the piano, uh, his last name is Cristofori, and he had probably the coolest like official title that I've ever heard. He worked for the Medici family, and his official title is keeper of the instruments.
0: Oh Ooh. yeah,
4: and I was like, I can imagine like the uniform, the puffy hat with a feather um, definitely has some fun embroidery on his vest um so I just thought that was really neat. I just thinking about like the piano invented by a single guy for a family because he wanted differentiation in his harpsichord. Um, But apparently like the technology that he developed, which is I don't I don't play the piano, David tried to teach me a little bit and I was I was not very good, Um, is kind of this the hammer striking mechanism and apparently the hammer striking mechanism that he developed was so sophisticated, it wasn't like replicated for 75 years after his original after his original design and the piano in the Met. They actually have like a little video that accompanies the exhibit of someone playing it okay. in the early 2000s. So it still works and is functional.
0: Yeah. Is it the same mechanism that's used today? Do you know?
4: I, it is. The materials are just different.
0: Oh, wow. Because that, that mechanism is amazing. I've seen a yeah. piano action uh, taken apart and it's fascinating oh. how it works.
4: Yeah. So I just thought it was cool. I got to see the world's oldest piano. So that's what I wanted to <laughs> that talk is about. Cool. Yeah. And
0: you got to see William's buddy. She sent me a picture. Oh yeah. Just they're... as background, William is the <laughs> mascot, unofficial mascot of the Met. And um, my he I took a picture of him and used his color of blue for Bingo, the character in my newest game that's coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. call it. But anyway, um, apparently he has a, a buddy. Yeah, now.
4: there's like a little off brand. <laughs> I call him Off-Brand William because he doesn't actually have a name, but there's another, oh. there's another little blue hippo with uh, lotus flowers drawn on him in yeah. the Egyptian area. Oh, you have to do that as a fun fact one week, David, that game. What's it called?
0: Yeah, I forget the name of it, but there's a there's also an interesting game that I, I need to figure out the rules to. It looks um,
4: like that um, game at Cracker Barrel with the sticks in the yeah. holes. But the the it's little pins jack, have stuff. like he, animal heads on them. Yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. looking.
0: Yeah, and it's on a piano, I believe. It. They're stuck into a piano. Well, it's not Something, a piano because well, that's from be ancient Egypt. And this nice man in Padua
4: invented them.
0: <laughs> that's right. Okay, um, but yeah. yeah, it's a mystery. All right, I'll have to. I I did have that on my cue to look into. Like, what is this yeah. weird game that's um, that's right next to William at the Met? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Off-Brand
0: William. Off-Brand William, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, I do appreciate you taking my family around to to the mat. that was well, very nice. I got to see
4: some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, they really enjoyed it. Um, all right, Caitlin, <laughs> it's time for you to all right. wrap it up. What do you got? So
2: this is, I think, not an, it's not an elaborate fun fact, but it may be helpful to people if you don't already know it. Um, because if you are like me and you don't drive a car very often, uh, and especially Not if you anymore. don't put gas in a car very often, um, it Not is if you easy live in to. Oregon. <laughs> true, also true. <laughs> well, but what I what I'm about to tell you you is something. But even in Oregon, you need to know which side your gas tank is on so that you oh, pull up to the correct side of the pump. They, yes,
3: they repealed that. They can pump their own gas now.
2: Oh, oh they, what? I, I don't think that's that's not true statewide. It's true in, sorry, Jake. I'm from Oregon, so I, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I um, actually know this. They, they did. It is true in certain very rural areas that you can okay. pump your own gas. Um, and I don't know if it's even all the time. It might only be certain times of day, just so that they don't have to staff um, gas stations in in super
3: rural areas where there
2: not a lot of people live.
3: Anyway, I just, um, I just remember because I made memes about it. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, so anyway, so the fun fact is in a car on the, on your dashboard where the little gas gauges that tells you whether your tank is full or empty, there will be a little triangle that points to either the left side or the right side. And that tells you what side of the car your gas tank is on.
0: Ah, very fascinating. And so
2: it is very useful if you are ever in a rental car and you are driving along and you're like, oh, and you're pulling up to the gas station, you're going, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. I don't know what side the gas tank is on. You just look down at your ga- dashboard and it should be there. Or if you're like me and I've I mean, we got a new car in January 2020 and have barely driven it, <laughs> like barely drove it last year. And I think I've I've been the one to put gas in it maybe twice. Um, so, I always forget what side the <laughs> tank is on because usually my husband is the one who puts the gas in the tar. <laughs> and so I, that has saved me on more than one occasion.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that. Um, is and also,
2: useful. oh, so I also looked up the person. This was a, a single person who invented this little uh, or who thought to put this little arrow on a gas gauge. Um, and his name was Jim Moylan, and he worked for Ford. And in 1986 he had to fill up a company car in the rain and was frustrated um, because he picked the wrong side and he was like i'm gonna find a way to make sure this doesn't happen again and then so ford started putting it on their cars and everyone else kind of followed in line after that
0: ah that's awesome yeah actually doing something about this annoyance yeah it's weird though that even though it's been in there you said what 1986 it's been in there for so long and so few people know about it like right yeah because
2: it's so well it's so small that you wouldn't notice it I mean I mean I somebody told me about this maybe five years ago now and you know I had no idea before until it's like until somebody points it out to you you
0: would never notice it right right (laughs) or even understand the significance of it if you do see it yeah yeah yeah, all right. Well that's do that's like
4: electric car. cars have like the charging port side?
0: I was just about to oh, ask I, <laughs> have I have no electric.
1: idea. I
2: haven't driven a full electric
1: car. Yeah. I can be. look at mine because I have one. Oh <laughs> Ooh. Uh. so I was gonna ask. Actually I was gonna ask Jake if he knew if mine has, has that. But I don't uh, think I, it does.
3: I don't think it does because it I mean, it doesn't talk about fuel at all. Which is how well, I know and felt,
2: like, then oh sorry, go ahead.
3: Uh, I was gonna say I was like When we were shopping for the electric car, uh, I could always tell which dealerships were kind of full of it because they would always put in the description. It was like new or fresh oil change and oh yeah, like like, doesn't have oil, but whatever, it's fine. Uh,
0: That's funny. I, I, I'm jealous. I always wanted. I don't have a car anymore since I moved to the city, but I always wanted an all electric car, but um back in the day i had a prius so it was somewhat mm-hmm. somewhat electric you have
1: a prius too <laughs> jake's is a prius minus all electric
0: <laughs> rocket is they are they still i i used to get mocked all the time for for driving a prius i didn't mind but is that in still seattle yeah <laughs> what? that's, said, like, that's well, where all the priuses are <laughs> right i was i was it's like Seattle. And by Vermont. Any stretch <laughs>
4: And L.A. When I was in L.A. the oh, last really? time, I was not in a, and I took like lifts everywhere because um, I don't drive, and I was not in a single car that was not a Prius mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire time.
3: Yeah, I thought yeah, the they're... state car of Washington was a Subaru Outback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, <laughs> probably <true>. <laughs> That's probably true, or at least it used to be until all the Amazon and Microsoft crowd moved in, right. and it's gotten a little...
4: Now it's yeah. Tesla's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a few. Yeah, the tree huggers have been outnumbered yeah. by the geeks.
4: Says that says the guy who was like practically in tears that they were trimming the tree outside oh, of our apartment so sad. <laughs>
0: yeah, beautiful tree outside. I was trying the to window. convince him
4: to tie himself to it, but he didn't go for it. <laughs>
0: they were cutting up <laughs> big chunks of it. Yeah, yeah. We were both trying well, you to convince to each other. You have to prune to keep them healthy, David. Oh, but this was like it
4: was a little big excessive. Chunks. like chunks oh. it was big like
0: something i probably okay. couldn't reach my arms around they're, yeah they're cutting oh. off yeah so Whoa. i thought the whole tree was going to come down but they yeah. they only took a third of it yeah
4: only the part
1: that
0: cut we out.
3: had that a noticed. third of our tree come down yeah, yeah. uh Jake, oh, did
1: i tell you they came and cut more but i oh, was they did? so yeah so last week uh saturday i was just sitting on my couch and I have like big windows in the front, but I had them closed and I had the the curtains closed and I all of a sudden heard this huge crash and I thought somebody was like throwing away like bulk trash or something. Mm -hmm. So I, I opened the curtains and I have this, there's this big tree in my front yard and a huge branch had just fallen off of it directly onto my neighbor's car (laughs) and on either side on either side of my neighbor's car there were probably three to five car lengths with no one they were just parked like directly in front of my house and the tree just fell like right onto their windshield oh Oh, no uh and it was not we've been we've had a lot of rain here Mm -hmm. but the last uh you know the, the that day it was not raining. It was not really windy. Uh, I have no idea what happened. I think when I went out and looked at it, I think it was like a little bit rotted inside or like okay. a lot yeah. rotted inside, I guess. Yeah. And <sighs> maybe, you know, a bird landed on it wrong and that was the last straw. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, oh uh, yeah, the, the whole family came out, the The neighbors still in the car and were like freaking out. But and I'm sitting here, like, sort of laughing. So, like, well, you shouldn't have parked in front of my house. We're <laughs> in <laughs> So, they're like three doors down from us. And I don't know why they park. And I'm now looking at a different car that's parked directly, immediately where they were. <laughs> oh, I don't know why oh, they wow. parked right in front of my door. But, <laughs> well, I think it's, it's, it's the not going to happen now. again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's well, like, those people aren't going to do it again.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: But they came. Um, so, I guess Sunday, a couple of people came like with one of those sort of smallish handheld chainsaws and sort of cut it up in order to move it off the car. And then on Monday, a whole team came and there was a guy like with a harness going up into the tree and they cut off a bunch more branches. Um, okay. So that was uh, really exciting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Those trees can be scary. Um, when I lived in Washington, I was around, surra- I was kind of like in a really old neighborhood with, amazing trees big douglas firs one of them about 200 feet high and when we got a windstorm i sometimes i would like go to a, basically lay in front of the fireplace hoping like if a tree fell on the house that the fireplace might protect me a little bit i don't know but it they would really bend in the wind and of course we'd lose some big branches but uh, thankfully i never lost a full tree in my yard although the neighbors had a tree fall over and crush their house. Uh, so, oof. yeah, um that's that can I can I understand they're so beautiful, but they can be scary. So I kind of understand why. I think the third of the tree they cut off here was the third that was over the walkway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it probably needs to be done. Yeah. But wow, can't believe that landed right on the, <laughs> right on
4: the car. Right that's the crazy. Car.
0: Ah, well. I think that brings us to the end of our show today. Um, RJ, you've got a few things to tell the fine folks listening, right?
3: Oh, yes. can I? Yeah. Sorry, Go I, f- ahead. I forgot to mention this. Um, I told Rachel. Sorry, I told RJ I was going to do this. <laughs> uh it. My two. Sorry. <laughs> <crying>. <laughs> Bleep. Uh, my that two problem. other
1: interesting facts.
3: Uh, one, I have the best wife in the world. Aww. oh <laughs> Ew, my
0: cats are better than everyone else's cats awesome well it's been a lot of fun having you on yeah, and uh, i hope you can make it back anytime yeah anytime yeah it's be fun um okay so that's it for us um oh Except for what RJ has to say. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yes. Thanks, Jake. Um, <laughs> so if you are watching us on Twitch, be sure to follow. Uh, we stream live on Twitch every Saturday at 10 a.m. at a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern. Sorry. <laughs> I'm on Central. I uh, don't know what time that is in Kuwait, but if you're in six Kuwait, six ask Jake. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um <laughs> If you are not watching on Twitch, you should be. Uh, Come join us, twitch.tv slash games. Every Saturday, we play the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge live, and then we record this podcast with fun art and stuff. You can also see that art on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Games everywhere. Follow us. And I think that's it. Did I miss anything?
0: No, that's awesome. I, yeah. really, <laughs> I really appreciate you doing all this. And I love the ad copy. And I'm going to get better at, at uh, reading it. I'm going to practice it a couple <laughs> times next time. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm done one to are it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Working on it now. <laughs> all right. Well, take care, everyone. And we'll see you same time, same place next Saturday. Bye. 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 Um, oh, fun facts, facts, of fun with Adson and Katelyn.